The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Friends in Recovery Podcast, the podcast that is here to help you, a loved one, or a friend get started down the road to recovery. This is the Friends in Recovery Podcast, brought to you by the Genesis House. Genesis House, providing a safe, nurturing environment to heal from addiction since 1992. Please be a friend and share our message with a friend on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, or YouTube. And now, here are your friends in recovery. Hey, I want to welcome everybody. Friends in Recovery podcast, broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. What a beautiful place this is. We are so fortunate to be here. I'm Mike Miles. I'm Ed Chancho, and we have a, um, a guest uh, sitting in for Jeff Zizel. We don't know where Jeff is today. We think he might be in the Caribbean somewhere. Um, or relaxing. Israel. He or Israel, yes. the Wailing yeah. Wall. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Mike? Hi, my name is Mike Boyd. First of all, thank you, gentlemen. I'm honored to be here. I'm a facilitator for Learn to Cope, which is a group started by Joanne Peterson to help families deal with the disease of addiction. Great, great. And um, we'll, get, we'll get back to you a little bit of, you know, what, what you do and, and why you're here with us. But he's actually filling in for Jeff very last minute. Absolutely. So. And we are your friends in recovery. <laughs> Come get sober with us. Um, we can be reached at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. We have an 800 number. It's 800-989-6504. You can call that number 24-7-365. And you'll get him, the podfather. You'll get me, the <laughs> And we'll go into that in a minute. <laughs> you can also reach us at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. You can look for us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to like us and subscribe. And most importantly, we'd also like to take this moment to thank Genesis House for sponsoring Friends and Recovery Podcast. Um, now back to Studio 21 Podcast Cafe and our show. What do we got going on today, Ed? Well, Mike, we got a, a very special guest on Skype with us. I guess you guys can see him in the uh, the corner of the screen there, and his name is Sam Davis. Hey, Sam. And Sam. he he is um, the owner, I believe, Sam, right, of uh, Broad Highway Recovery in Richmond, Virginia. That is correct. Great, great. We're going to get into that uh, in a couple minutes, what you do and kind of what your services are, and tell us a little about why you're sitting in that chair and talking to us. <laughs> As long as you're okay with that. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> and um, Mike had a uh, special treat for us today. And um, I did, I did. I, um, I took it upon myself <laughs> to uh, have some T-shirts made because um, I've been doing this for about three months now. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Jonathan, three months, is that correct? Oh. Yep. Your producer extraordinaire. Who's an electrician today, I guess. He is, he stepped out. <laughs> and um, so I had these shirts made. I can model it for everybody. That'd be good, yeah. <laughs> Seeing you have the physique. For oh it. yeah. <laughs> you so this is uh, the Friends of Recovery logos on the front. If you if you're not able to be watching us, it says Friends of Recovery. Then we have a uh, triangle, mind, body, spirit, and it says the Addiction Recovery Podcast. And if you turn around, Ed, that would be me. Yep. <laughs> it says Podfather on the back with a uh, PB and a microphone, and uh, this is a. Uh, Opportunity to thank the people that suggested this, Mr. Tom Troy and uh, David Garoppolo, who is also a, uh, uh, the owner of the, the uh, Studio 21 Cafe, 
Dave's not here today, but we did leave a shirt for him on his desk. Absolutely. And they're, and they're great shirts. And uh, if you guys want one, you can email us. Um, we're, we're trying to get some prices together and get some, some shirts um, out to our, our, um, our listening audience because I think it's a great shirt. I love it. It's, it's comfortable. And uh, I get to show off my tattoos today. You do. You do. <laughs> got a lot of ink. I do. Well, I good do. shop. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, well, without further ado, um, let's, Sam, real quick, I just want Mike, because Mike is our guest today, because Jeff is running around somewhere doing what Jeff does on Tuesdays, <laughs> besides being here with us. Uh, Mike, Mike, just tell us what brought you here real quick um, and why, why you qualify to sit in a seat. So, um, <laughs> I have a son that has um, four years sober today. Um, the disease of addiction, as we all know, the country knows, is taken us by storm unfortunately it's a disease like we've never seen you hear a lot about diabetes and cancer and alzheimer's and everything else but when it comes to addiction a lot of people kind of stick their heads into the ground and don't want to hear about it um, i was once that father um, my son great great person i'm very lucky that he is sober and alive today but a father of a beautiful two-year-old daughter that wouldn't have been possible if I didn't go to my first Learn to Cope meeting, mm -hmm. started by Joanne Peterson, and she started it for families who have loved ones um, dealing with the disease of addiction. Mm -hmm. And it helps us deal with ourselves and helps ourselves realize what's in front of us because the disease of addiction is a family disease. Absolutely, Certainly. absolutely. So, and and we're going we're gonna to ask you back on another show to kind of get more into um, Learn to Cope because... It is a wonderful program up here in uh, Massachusetts, and hopefully it'll grow into more states and everything. But, um, you know, we, we want you on the panel today because you are a good friend of ours, and you, you're, you come here religiously, if that's a proper word to use, um, to, to watch the show. And I we do. did we did need a fill-in, So uh, and you being in the position you're in, we can definitely um, have you speak to Sam about, uh, ask some questions, and because uh, you're in that hot seat of, Ab absolutely. of where, where you've been. So. Sam, um, now you, our guest. <laughs> um, I believe um, Melissa uh, kind of brought us together. Uh, I guess you know her. She is a, uh, an employee of Genesis House that you work closely with. And um, she asked me if it would be okay for you to come onto the show, and she told me a little bit about you, and I think uh, it was a wonderful idea. And, uh, and you have a wonderful story, and uh, we want to hear a little bit about it. And um, what brought you into uh, the Broad Highway Recovery um, and, and why you kind of put it together? Sure, sure. Well, thank, uh, you know, first thing I want to say is thanks for having me on today. And, you know, the next thing is is uh, one of those shirts, one of my parting gifts for being a guest on the show, one of those fine <laughs> shirts you have on there, you know, to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, we'll get one out to you. <laughs> <laughs> just messing with you. Hey, uh it is great to be able to be on a show like this and talk about recovery and um, how I got into this seat here is, you know, I've recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. Um, I was addicted to everything. And, and I like to say that from the ages of 12 to about 27, I was a substance abuser, right? And from 27 to 36, I abused everybody in my path in order to get my substance, including my family, mostly my family. Mm -hmm. And they kept bailing me out and bailing me out and enabling me. And they, they bought a house down the road from them so they could keep an eye on me. I'd get out of treatment, two weeks out of treatment, and, and say, you know, I, I just don't think I'm ready to go back to work yet. And I'd, 
I'd say, you know, I, I need a new truck because the drug dealers know what truck I'm driving. And, and I would just manipulate the heck out of my family. And it wasn't until they stopped, they got some help and they did some work of their own. And, and they were willing to not rob me of an experience that I so desperately needed. And that was pain. Mm -hmm. I needed that pain to get me moving forward. And, and they offered me that pain by not enabling me any longer. Landed me in a long-term program. And uh, I had an experience from working the 12 steps and uh, gained some humility and a, and a psychic change that has, has gotten me into long-term sobriety. My sobriety date is July 20th, 2009. I'm very, very grateful for that. Great. Great. Um, Great. And, and, and we can find out more information about you on your website. Is that correct? Sure. Okay. Sure. And you want to give yeah. all that vital information so if anybody has an intervention or they want to get into a recovery home, they can have your information. Can you give that out real quick? Absolutely. It's www.broadhighwayrecovery.com. And my cell phone, they can always reach me on my cell phone at area code 512-777-9852. Great. And we'll get we'll get that at the end of the show, too. So if anybody missed it, we can get it at the end of the show. Sam, really nice sure. hearing what you, what you just said. Um, you know, being sick and tired of being sick and tired, um, you know, and, and the people that enable us and that think they're helping us um, usually the, the people closest to us the people we love the most you know uh, they're in the dark you know um, and, and, and <laughs> it's just I, I love what Mike said about this being a disease that people just don't want to talk about because they have it on a moral issue they don't really have it on a physical psychological emotional issue if they have it more on a moral issue as we know though as we get better and life's better without any substance at all complete sobriety you know, and, and all of a sudden, you know, the flowers look a little bit brighter, mm -hmm. the birds sing a little bit sweeter, things are good, you know, and it, it's a result of recovery, and it's going to meetings, and it's asking for help. And let me just ask you this. So you, you sound like a very knowledgeable, grateful, recovering addict, and um, do, do you go to a lot of meetings still? You've been sober for several years, now you've been sober 10 years, literally almost 10 years. Yeah, so, well, nine years. Nine and, years, uh, I do. I sponsor people. I am sponsored. Uh, I have a service position and a 12-step fellowship. I have a home group. Um, I do go to meetings. Um, I do service work. And uh, and not just with, with, and I'm not here to sound like I'm bragging that I do all of this stuff, you know, because there, there's always work to be done mm -hmm. and, and more work to be done. Um, I've recently gotten uh, more involved in meditation, a more deeper guided meditation, and that has in, improved my life drastically my outlook on life but yes i do still go to meetings and I'm very involved in 12-step rooms good good so and, so important to hear that absolutely and um you know part of the panel up here we're um we're in recovery and all three of us if i may say so mike is that well you said at the beginning um that we all have a a loved one in recovery our loved ones in recovery and um i think part of that story might have hit home for you um mike as far as what what uh um, Sam said absolutely Sam uh, great great um, introduction because the family we're, we're enablers we're like papa bear mama bear at home and we really what do you do you, you you raise your children to the best you can and then all of a sudden one day you might see some some maybe a sign that they're using too much drinking too much drugs and then all of a sudden it becomes really unbearable, and then you deny it. Then you keep helping them because you can fix this. Mm -hmm. I, I thought I could really fix this sure, myself. Sure. Yeah. Well, obviously, we all know I had no clue about anything, and by me 
trying to fix this, I enabled them almost into the grave. Yeah. And that's what families do. They just don't know until they can come and get help themselves so they can help themselves and then they can help their loved ones. Sure. Absolutely. You know, um, enabling and, and love are so, so close. They're, they're strange bedfellows in one way, but they're so close. And it, as a parent, I have three wonderful children, grandchildren. I'm very fortunate. Um, I have a business. I, I, I'm a clinical social worker. I'm a licensed alcohol drug counselor. This is what I've been doing for the last 19 years. I was a cop as well. I, did, I was a policeman for 35 years. I worked two jobs for basically 16 years. And um, people might have thought I changed one addiction for another, a workaholic. But, you know, in, in, a, in a sense, that was true. But what was important to me was helping people because it helped me. As they say in the 12 steps, you carry the message, you know. And um, it really helped me so many times. I'd be sitting with someone. I don't, I don't make a heck of a lot of money because I have people that some, they don't have money sometimes. Mm -hmm. Some people do. And you know what? I've never turned anyone away because of that because I've always taken something out of that. And I can honestly say that listening to you um, just for a minute, Sam, it, it just it really touched my heart because, you know, you, you give it right back. You, you, you're talking about what got you here to where you're at, what got Mike here, what got Ed here, you know, myself. Um, it, it, it is the program of recovery, and it doesn't matter which program you go to. Mm -hmm. Do you agree, Ed? Do you agree uh, it doesn't matter? 100%. I, I agree that 100%. It's, a, it's, it's how we got here, and nine years for, um, for you, Sam, and four years for your son and, and us with all those, all those years. The main thing is, is that we have those years. We can sit here and talk about it. We weren't enabled by our parents at one point so we can live. Mike, you and I were talking about that before. We, we can live now because of the actions that our loved ones took against us for the better. And we thought at the time it was probably, um, it was probably they hated us. They, they didn't, they didn't, you know, they don't understand us. You know, it's only, a, it's only cocaine and alcohol every day, <laughs> you know, um, but you know, but, but, they had to think for us, and they had to stop it, and and kind of um, you know, and we did that to our kids too, you know, sure, uh, sure. Mike and I too. We had to we had to stop it, you know. So yeah. and until you until you stop it, until you put your foot down and say that I, from what I understand, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired as the person with the addiction and the disease, but the parents have to also say, wait a minute, mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of and being sick and tired of you destroying yourself, me watching you dying. And then it takes, I was dying. Mm -hmm. My son's mom was dying. Mm -hmm. We all die with our loved one. It's a family disease. Certainly, Absolutely. Certainly. So much. Yeah. No, good. Um, well, I was just going to say, with, with all the years, and you can have t 10, 15, 20, 30 years, but you know what? You have a day, one day. This is how I look at recovery, yeah. honestly. It, it was the very most basic, simple way to, to, for me to get sober was to follow what somebody told me to do, and that was to live one day at a time, yeah. to get up, ask for help, Get on my knees. That's how I was told to do it. Doesn't matter who you're praying to. I could be praying like, to, like they said, a lampshade. But I don't. I have my own God of my yeah. understanding. Yeah. Asking for help. Go through the day. Sometimes dropping down a few more times. Mm -hmm. Get on my knees. Making decisions, you know. And at the end of the day, thanking your higher power for, for that day of recovery. Because we all have one day. And I, I can honestly say, when I go to meetings now and I hear a newcomer, and this is for anybody that's listening that might be sick and suffering and mm -hmm. really want wants help, doesn't know how to do it, they hear about two years, three years, five years, it might scare the hell out of them. No. All you got to do is stay sober one day. Yep. One day. Just one just day. Just give it a shot. Just stay sober for yep. that day. The next day will take care of itself. Yep, absolutely. Do you agree, Ed? Uh, I agree 100%. Absolutely. If, if, and that's how I still do it 24 years later. And Sam, I'm guessing you do it the same way. I mean, we work the same program, um, a 12-step program. 
And I'm guessing you do it the same way. Absolutely. You know, it says, you know, I have dreams and I have goals and it tells me in my literature that I, it's okay for me to have my head in the clouds, but my feet must be firmly planted on the ground. And that means right here and today, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and about that lampshade thing, you know, I mean, I, I hear that a lot and my life would look completely different if, you know, if I got quiet to hear a couple minutes before this show started to bring God into this, it, it would have looked maybe a little bit different if I'd have went to my lampshade and asked that to give me a little <laughs> peace and quiet. Or when I'm behind the wheel of my vehicle, I'm going through a lot of pain eight months ago or nine months ago, and I'm crying out to God. If I was crying out to that lampshade, I don't think that lampshade would have told me in that little little gut movement in my in my belly that that god consciousness of mine to tell me to go to a meeting you know it, it, i don't think a lampshade would have told me to do that yeah. and that's a great analogy yeah. and, and, and I, we're yeah, gonna take absolutely. a quick break here uh we'll be right back you're listening to friends and recovery podcast live from studio 21 podcast cafe check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is a weekly podcast where Tommy Two Shoes and No Nonsense Nance sit down with a different specialist every week. If you're tired of unvetted and uninsured contractors charging too much money for not enough quality, you need to check out the Don't Do It Yourself podcast, the contractor's referral program. The Don't Do It Yourself podcast is live on YouTube every Thursday morning at 11 a.m., or on demand on iTunes, Podbean, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast catcher. Put that hammer down and don't do it yourself. Genesis House is a premier substance abuse and rehabilitation facility located in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. We have been providing the highest quality of addiction treatment since 1992 and are accredited by the Joint Commission. We offer a range of programs that include detox, residential treatment, dual diagnosis, a Christian track for people who want to incorporate their faith into treatment, a uniform services track, and we work with most major insurance carriers. Genesis House is led by a dedicated team of administrative and clinical professionals, and we stand on our commitment to excellence in recovery services. Contact us today to find out more about our program. Take the first step and call Genesis House at 800-737-0933 or visit us on the web at www.genesishouse.net. That's 800-737-0933 or www.genesishouse.net. Begin your journey to a long and successful recovery with Genesis House. Go back to this. Hey, welcome back to Friends of Recovery Podcast, live from the Studio 21 <laughs> Podcast Cafe. I'm just laughing because the, the place is under construction. There's electricians, plumbers, everyone's running around. You'd never know it. This place looks beautiful. I love the lights over there. Yeah, it looks Sean's good. over there. Yeah, he's looking good. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you got anything for us? Uh, yeah. I, well, I want to um, I w- uh, just ask Sam a couple questions about interventions and maybe if he had an intervention done. Um, you know, we, we got a little bit here. Um, why? I, I want to know why he's doing what he's doing. I mean, obviously, I know why you're doing what you're doing. But did you have an intervention? Because you do interventions. Um, your company does interventions. Did you, did you experience an intervention from the other side? I, I did, and uh, it wasn't the let's sit in the living room and have your family write some letters. Okay. Is that uh, I came into a probation officer's office, 
And, you know, she let me spill on about how great I was doing. I was all gray and scaly. You know, I was smoking crack every day, <laughs> drinking 180 milligrams of methadone, and I'm coming in and talking about how great I'm doing. I had a condom full of somebody else's urine, my son's urine, as a matter of fact. And, um, I love this and she said, oh, that's all good and all, but we've got somebody here to see you. And it was this, this uh, veteran interventionist in my family, and my family didn't say a word. And there were two deputies, and he said, you can go with me to Texas, and you're going to treatment for a year. Or you can go with these two deputies and you're going to prison today. Which wow. one do you want to do? And I was so sick that I had to sit there and think about which one I wanted to choose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I did. I had a, I had a, an intervention done. And, and I remember, you know, I was all blurry-eyed and on the plane. And, and he was sitting beside me all happy and all. And, and uh, I just thought it was the end of my life. And, and, but I remember thinking, I sure would like to do what he does one day. Yeah. Just yeah. one little thought. Yeah. And, and we all we all think that I think when when we get recovery and we get it and grasp it right from the beginning and, uh, you know, we 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 want to help somebody. And, and a lot of us, few of us are blessed to be in the position all of us are in today. You know what I mean? Um, some some of us don't even get this. Some some people are still out there sick and suffering. Some people yeah. think that they're you know, what they're doing is okay. And, and it's not. And, and again, it's the family's enabling them. It's uh, you know, you had a great family. Um, l- listen. I've I've did plenty of interventions where or even talking to people on the phone where they chose to go to jail versus recovery. And that's the that's the craziness of this, this disease. Mike, you, I'm sure you've seen that. Sure. Right. Certainly. I mean, with people sitting in your office, you know, the attitude of gratitude <laughs> is, uh, you know, it's so profound. Um, for me, going away was was um, you know, I was 32 years old. Um, it, it was a tough thing, you know, um, but once I got there, I knew, I knew the second day I woke up in detox, I knew I was on the right path. You know, I knew I was going in the right direction because I, I knew it was over. I knew this was it. I'm going, I'm going to have an opportunity. Everything you're afraid to let go of, all that poison, like you said, sitting in the probation office's office, um, gray and all scaly and feeling horrible and all, and all kinds of meds. I've also had urine in my, my pants. That wasn't my urine. I had it in a prophylactic, and I was at the gun range qualifying with all the other cops, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of scary thinking of it. And I had to kneel down from the prone position, and the, and the, and the condom broke. Oh. Yeah. And, and here I got somebody else's urine running down my leg, and, you know, I just got policeman of the year. I got all these awards, and I, th- I think I'm, I'm doing great, you know? And you're pissing your pants? Yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't even my piss. But my point is, when I was in the second day of detox, that, that, that moment came back to me, and I thought, and I thought I, was, I was, thought I was doing a good job. I was fooling everybody. I was fooling nobody, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. But the attitude of gratitude, I love hearing it from you, Sam. I like hearing it from Mike. You know, Mike, you've got a grateful heart. Yes, I do. No yeah. doubt, right? Thank yeah, you. he does. Thank Absolutely, you. yeah. And, and we're blessed. And, and, you know, we're all blessed up here to have, have our sons and daughters um, in recovery, such as, as Mike and, and yourself, Sam. And uh, real quick, um, I did say you're from Richmond, Virginia. But that accent doesn't sound like <laughs> Richmond, Virginia. We're up here talking during a break. We're like, that's not Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> Sam, the war's over, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. too. And, uh, I got bad news. <laughs> well, I was born and raised uh, just south of southeast, southwest of Richmond. It's uh, We have a certain dialect in that area of the state that um, others don't have. Okay, so, okay. Um, All right. I just recently moved to Richmond about four years ago, about an hour southwest of Richmond, a little small town. Our clinical director is from Lynchburg area, and he's not as – 
not as heavy as an accent, but he definitely has that accent like you do. You sound like uh, our clinical director, Stephen Adams. You spoke to Stephen. Yeah, right? wonderful man. Yeah, yeah, wonderful yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so, so obviously you got here because of an intervention, and then you had that thought in your mind probably for a while, and you said, okay, well, this is kind of what I want to do. I want to do this and, and take it in that direction. Um, nine years ago, you probably never thought you would be on a podcast show doing interventions, being sober, not doing uh, drugs. I mean, is that, is that, is that correct? <laughs> it is crazy. If I could have, I could not have written down in my wildest dreams at two months sober um, of what my life would look like today. I mean, when I left to go to treatment that last time, I was living in a single wide trailer with a hole in the floor, couldn't pay rent on that, stolen cable, had lost my kids, owed everybody in the world money, probably owed you money if you look back far <laughs> enough. You know, dust wouldn't settle around me. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and uh, to now, you know, I, I raised my children. I have full custody of my kids. I raised them, I medicate them, I educate them, I discipline them. Um, I have a great full life today, and I could have never seen that coming. Wow, that's great. That's great. And we, as, as us too, I mean, we're all blessed. As long as we work the program and do what we have to do, um, it's, it's, we're blessed, really you know, is, and, you know. and stay sober. That's, that's, that's the easy part, staying sober. Now, anyways, for people who are listening, that's the hard part, you know, when, when you're sitting on that plane and wondering what's going to happen in treatment or you're taking that drive to that treatment center, wherever you're going, you know, it's, you know, you don't see this, the blessings, you know, nine years later, 20 some years later, 30 some years later, you know, you don't see those blessings. Um, but, but I thank God for them every day. And it sounds like you do too, Sam. Yeah. And it's not just that it's the lives that we get to touch. Oh yeah. You know, when we're going into treatment, it's about, I just don't want to smoke crack anymore. I just don't want to drink anymore. I don't want to drink methadone anymore. I don't eat pills. You know, I don't want to burn holes in my pajamas anymore. It's, mm -hmm. it's like so selfish. I just don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But yeah. the reality is that we impact lives. That's a, that's a, a, a ripple effect that impacts others, others lives. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. It is absolutely amazing. Yeah. It, it can be done. It shows that it can be done. You know, that, that's kind of what, yeah. what, how, how we do it. Um, real quick, you do have some sober homes. Is that correct? I do. I do. I have three, you know, I, in great alcoholic fashion. I was having a hard time after, you know, intervening on clients and they would complete treatment of finding suitable sober living around for them. And the alcoholic that I am, I said, you know, the hell with it. I'll do it myself. So that's what I did. I created them. And um, I remember praying for it several years ago. I said, you know, I like to have some homes. And then, you know, God laid one at my feet. Wow. And then, then another one and then another one. I have two for men and one for women. Okay. And um, 24 beds total. And uh, it's uh, it's quite a quite a, a joy to see these people grow to come in and and you know not knowing you know really what to do and 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 to watch them get involved in the process and the twelve steps and sponsorship and we're a very structured environment you know the, the, my literature says that uh, we are undisciplined mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so we need structure absolutely. we need yes. discipline absolutely. yeah absolutely we still do even all these years later we still need it you know we yeah. we need we need yeah, that right about that <laughs> um, and again. Um, Towards the end of the show, I'll get some information. They can reach you. They could get that information about your um, um, recovery homes on the website also, right? Yes, sir. Good, yes, good, sir. good. Could you give us the website one more time? Yeah, give us the website and the phone number real quick. Yeah, com. And, and the phone number, your personal cell phone number you said? Yes, sir. 512-777-9852. And... You know and that's that's and, and Mr. Jonathan always says, you know, Mike yeah, always yeah, gives yeah. out his cell phone number. That's what we do. We we want these people to understand that we, right. you know, our job is an eight to five. 
And, um, you know, if a call comes in in the middle of the night or, you know, whatever it is, it, it's, it's, we need to help somebody. Because I made that phone call at 2 o'clock in the morning. And, um, yes, Stace, I was up at 2 o'clock in the morning once. <laughs> <laughs> My wife I'm, always complains I go to sleep early. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, our job is in an 8 to 5 job. The phone doesn't go off at 5 o'clock and we go about our business. And, and you know, we, we go about our business, but we're always there for somebody, you know. And, and uh, it, it's great. It's great to, to know that somebody's out there doing interventions and um, getting people to sober homes. And, and uh, you know, it, it's wonderful to have you on the show as far as that goes, you know. It's, well, it's, it's an great. honor to be on the show. Great, Thank great, you. great. Certainly, great. certainly. Uh, it's amazing that, that to hear somebody that not only – came from where you came from, but to, to continue it. And, you know, sober homes, three sober homes, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's blessings. That's what it is. Yeah, you know, it really we're, is. We're the, uh, that's the promises of, of, the, uh, of the program, you know. As long as we do what we have to do, the promises come true, right. you know. The promises talk about knowing a new freedom. You'll know a new freedom. Yep. And, you know, I can equate being addicted to, like, being in jail. And I worked in a jail before I was a cop. I was a prison, prison guard, um, correctional officer, they call him today. But, um. You know, I never had a lot of empathy. Um, it was it was a minimal uh, prison, but these guys, you know, whatever they did, they got caught and they were there for a short time. It was a county jail, but I never had a lot of empathy. But and I never felt like I was locked up. I, I, I enjoyed working at this place and um, Baraka House of Correction. But what I did realize when I got sober was I f I wasn't I, I was in my own jail. I, I had no freedom at all. If I didn't, if I had enough drugs on me, I still needed more. If if I had enough booze, I still wanted to make sure that the package stores were open. And back in the day when I got sober, Massachusetts they weren't selling alcohol on Sundays. You know, they finally changed it. I, I used to pick a guy up. I used to drive the police wagon. I used to pick a guy up every Sunday. Big John, big man, six 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 seven, huge guy. And he used to drink a bottle of Scope or Listerine on Sundays. <laughs> and he was the happiest drunk. And he smelled so wonderful. His breath was fabulous, you know. But <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> how it was killing him because the, that 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 methyl. Um, Alcohol is a very powerful thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like witch hazel. But, you know, I never in a million years thought I had that problem, even though I had the prophylactic with the urine and, <laughs> you know, running around. You just don't see the apple on your own head. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and that is true. That, I was told the forest, uh, you don't see the, the forest from the trees when you're standing in the, it's you know correct, what I mean? Correct. So, yep. um, and, and, Mike, I, I would come back to you for the father piece, for the parent piece. Um, I'm sure, again, you probably, I don't know if your son went through an intervention or, um, you know, if, if they use a service like um, Sam's, you know, his intervention company, obviously not his intervention company, but did he go through an intervention too? Um, <coughs> interventions of sorts, it was always, he would go to the detox, he would get kicked out after so many days, then we'd send him across country to another one, you know, and it went back and forth for years. And then finally, uh, the part about, the father realizing, you know what, this is real. Mm -hmm. This is, your kid is dying. Wake up, meaning me. Sure. And, and like you, Mike, I, 35 years in law enforcement, I had no clue. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. So I had to put my big boy pants on, tighten the belt, and I said, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. You need help, whether you like it or not. And I literally, by hand, put him in one place after another, and he went to some great sober homes. And um, once we did that, and once he finally gave up to his higher power, the first time he had a year sober, and then he, he came out of one, and um, 
and it went downhill fast because he thought, oh, I can drink now. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm not going to do drugs, but I yeah. can drink. Yeah. So it went down to worse than ever. It went down to about 120 pounds. And I just got him and I said, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You're going to go away to the, to the state hospital mm-hmm. or you're getting long-term, long-term care and you're going to go. And yeah. I said, this is what we're doing. Yeah. So, so basically, you did an intervention. Sam, does that sound familiar? But maybe some people have a hard time um, doing what Mike did, and that's where your services come in also? Absolutely. You know, I would like to say this, and he did a great job. You know, he's like, this is what you're going to do. You know, that we are no longer going to allow you to run the show. You're fired from any decision-making. This is what you're going to do. That's great. That's and great. It looks like you've got two options, and they both involve suitcases. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it needs to come down to a lot of times. But for the large majority of us, the, the families, it's like it's like their, their loved one is a wild Mustang, and they're chasing this Mustang all around the Great Plains, and they've got this saddle called sobriety, and they're trying to get a saddle on this Mustang. Right. And that Mustang's doing exactly what that Mustang is supposed to do is run wild. And the families are running into each other. They're angry with each other. They're, you know, they're just they're wearing themselves out. You watch any Western, you'll never get a Mustang saddle like that. So <laughs> what the family does is we, you know, what we do is we build a corral around that Mustang. We use the family as a corral. Great. If you build that corral tight enough where the family is following directions and are supporting one another and everyone speaking the same language. Right, and and the, taking the same action, you'll get that Mustang saddled every Absolutely. time. Absolutely. That's kind of how I like to look great, at it. Great analogy. Like he did that. Oh yeah, yeah. And and hopefully there's a lot more parents out there listening. And if they need help, um, you know, just listen to this show. We have some great ideas. We can be reached at. Uh, you know, we'll give the number out towards the end of the show. Um, you can call. Um, uh, Sam, um, you know, one thing I always say, I like to say, Mike, time takes time. You, you know, do say that a lot. Yeah, I do say do. that a lot. Time does take time. And everything that we put together here and, you know, all our all our years of time and, and um, everything, um, it, it does. We do it one day at a time. So what that does, that brings us to our time takes time portion of the show. Um, and it's sponsored by Genesis House. This is yes. where we ask our friends in recovery to email us your, your sober anniversary so we can celebrate them with you. Um, and we'd like to congratulate the following people. Um, and I have it here somewhere. Um, so this week for uh, Tuesday, May 1st, we want to congratulate a couple folks. Um, I'm trying to catch up on some stuff. So I have some, some March and April. And uh, we're going to get into May um, re- um, sobriety dates. And Sam, if you want to send us your sobriety date, we'll read it on the, towards the end of the show. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get, you, get you on here when, when it comes time. Um, so uh, our, our time uh, t- takes time. Uh, the list today is Heather S. from Minneapolis, Minnesota, five years. Um, that was back in uh, March. Again, I'm just trying to catch up. Joe C. from Cumberland, Rhode Island. He has one year. Um, didn't give me a um, – didn't give me a – a date. a date, yeah. So, um, also Kevin W from Massachusetts, two years back in March. Kate T um, from New Jersey, five years. Um, and most of these people are alumni of Genesis House, believe it or not. So I guess we got a lot of um, alumni watching. There is two special people I do want to um, kind of give a uh, very special uh, shout out to. Um, of course, everybody on this list is always special. That you know, anything, any kind of anniversaries are always special. Absolutely. Um, but. Uh, tr- uh, Arlene T from Genesis House. She's a tech. She's from Brooklyn, but she lives in um, she lives down in uh, 
in Florida. She has 23 years. Wow. In April, she had 23 mm -hmm. years. Um, and Tristan, who we all love down there, he's our maintenance guy, just an all-around good guy, somebody you can just go talk to. He's very caring. Um, he had two years in April also. So there are two Genesis House employees that we'd like to recognize too. Um, and, and they're great, great people. I know them both personally and and they're just wonderful, wonderful super, people. Super. Yeah. One other thing, Mike, some house house clean tips, house cleaning tips. Um, I want to let everybody know every Tuesday, every second Tuesday of each month, we're going to have Rich Lombardi on our sure. our um, our step guy. So uh, just be, tune in the second Tuesday of every month, and we're going to take a step and kind of go through it. And um, step three next week. We're going to be talking with the Rich. Step right? three next week. Yeah. Right. Yep. Absolutely. So. Um, that's it. Time takes time. And uh, that was sponsored by Genesis House. Super. And listen for your names uh, on some upcoming shows. Um, the way to get your name on a show is um, email us your first name, last name, last initial, city, state, and anniversary date to help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. That's help at friendsinrecoverypodcast.com. Put your first name, your last initial, city, state, and anniversary date, and we'll be sure to get them on. And as the list grows, we'll probably read more and more on there. Um, and Sam, I'd like to thank you for um, you know coming on and telling us a little bit about your services. More important than the services, we, we really thank you for that, is that you're here with us and you're nine years sober and you did it a day at a time and you're able to share your stories and you're able to, to share your experiences with people. And um, you know, you're, you're, not on, you're not on the other side, you're, you're with us today, thank God. It's all, I got to give it all to God. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. That's a great analogy. You know, I, I really believe, uh, you know, caring and sharing is caring. And um, you, you've been wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on today. Absolutely. Taking I, time out of your busy day. Absolutely. And I want to thank Mike as well. Absolutely. For coming well, real, on the show. Real quick, give us, your, give us your services again real quick and phone number. Yeah. It's Broad Highway Recovery. And the website is broadhighwayrecovery.com. And my cell number is 512 seven 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 nine eight five two and again thank you guys for allowing me to be on today and for a bunch of yankees you guys are all right you know? <laughs> we'll be sending, you did well too <laughs> we'll be sending you a nice t-shirt absolutely and, and we sure. and again we mike thank you very much it's um, an honor, you know, gentlemen. A, a last right. minute he comes on and he kind of shares i don't know how good the camera is but mike looks uh, he's he's a he's a ringer for james taylor so <laughs> oh yeah if you could end the show by singing a song like that'd be awesome <laughs> Bring his guitar up. <laughs> <laughs> hey listen uh, <laughs> we just want to thank everybody today's show was wonderful and, and really appreciate Appreciate your time, your effort, and, and your contributions. Uh, you know, helping people is what we do. Uh, whether you're a therapist or you're just you're in recovery, or it doesn't matter what you do. If you if you've got sobriety, you, you know the attitude of gratitude you have, and you know don't be afraid to, to reach out and help somebody. And if you know somebody that's struggling, again, don't be afraid to reach out and, and offer your help. Yeah. And you can reach us. We're here 24/7. Absolutely. Um, we want to thank everybody, and we're broadcasting live from Studio 21 Cafe. Don't forget, you can reach us at help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Our 800 number is 1-800-989-6504. Again, it's friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and be sure to like us and subscribe. Come get sober with us. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thanks, guys. Thank and you. Mr. And Sullivan, thank you for being absolutely. Uh, the producer extraordinaire. And don't forget, if you want one of these T-shirts, email us. E we'll, email we'll us. We'll figure it out and we'll That's get you right. a T-shirt. We'll get you one out, too, um, two for, Sam. Two for Sam. <laughs> two for Sam. <laughs> two for. <laughs> Take care, everybody. See ya.
The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.